Uh, fuck it. Okay. Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm Brett. And this is Fools with Tools, a podcast for the tooled up tapeter. Uh, gentlemen, how are we? You didn't put any like effort into tooled up tapeter then. That's because I can you actually. said it like it was one word, like Robin Hood. Yeah, but that's because it's a word that I could actually say. I didn't have to pause and okay. figure out how to say the second part. Of that's it. why people like it. That No, that's why people it's like it. It's the of our audience <laughs> when Steve tries to pronounce words. <laughs> or just, just talk in general. Um, or do a podcast with you two. Uh, well, we can see you this week. I know. It's it's good. Um, Al, seeing as you're uh, fully hydrated and refreshed, what would you what 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 would you like to be up to this week? What have you been up to this week? Turbo, Turbo soda. <laughs> Brilliant. So my beverage tells you one part of my story this week. Mm. Um, with everything that's been going on with with kind of the local community, not Steve's favourite, the maker community, uh, but the the folks round here. Um, I have been kind of getting to know my neighbours a lot, uh, the ones that I've never met, um, yeah. and then. You have to stand next to it at a funeral. Um, <laughs> so I've kind of been socializing quite a bit. Um, and a few doors down, there's a gentleman who has a little microbrewery in his nice. house. Um, yeah. Is his name James? And does his name's not James. Room? And I think that would put James's massive <laughs> macrobrewery to um, not do it justice. This this is very much his name is his name is going to be Phil. If it's not James, it's Phil. <laughs> it, you, one more guess <laughs> on this week's episode of guessing a man's name, John. <laughs> Close, Steve. Yeah. Um, Steve would have been the next guess. Uh, yeah, no, this is very much your home DIY yeah. three piece brewing kit. Um, but he he essentially has one on the go all the time. And nice. he's always brewing. Uh, I went around his house and in his garage, he had a little bar set up. So we talked. We talked bars. Um, his wasn't even as sophisticated as mine. His he didn't, he didn't have he didn't have limes plumbed in or chilled. He just has kegs in the fridge, pulls yeah. them out, taps them, drinks them. <laughs> just mm. um, I guess is the way Good to mind. do it. But yeah, yeah. He, he, um, he's given me a few drinks. He had a colch that he'd made. He'd made a porter. I'm just drinking a cider that he'd been brewing. Um, but yeah, a very good connection to have, I think. Um, given the current climate is somebody who brews beer three doors down. <laughs> um, so yeah, me meeting meeting members of the community uh, was one part of my adventure this week. Um, another one is pretty much um, finishing up the outside of the car. Everything's on, bull bars are on, tow bars on, We've got new tires fitted, new wheels, um, roof racks on. Painted the bumpers, Raptor. Oh, Raptor paint is a goddamn Ooh, pleasure. Yes, Ooh. you don't have to put any effort in because it it's just sand, so it yeah. hides all, it hides a multitude of sins. Yeah. Um. So I had a bit of bit of fiberglass work going on, bit of um body filler and plastic bumper repair, and then and then spray painting. And it's the nice. It's the two. It's the the two K one, the two part one. So you mix the hard. Oh yeah, the yeah, yeah, In the can. Yeah. Um. For obviously a much better finish and much better. Um durability but yeah so the car mm -hmm. is now uh, i even went to the extent of white wall lettering the tires because it's something i've you... always wanted is is tires with white lettering you fancy bastard painted 
fuck. Well, no, I've done one and thought this is <laughs> fucking hard work and stopped. So I've got another four to do. When I, so yeah, but, when you I know, can. what you should have done is whilst it was still wet, just gone over it with like masking tape and put it on and then just printed it onto the other tires. <laughs> I like your thinking. Yeah. Um, um, but that, that, that in itself was a, a bit of a mission because hmm. I, I, like a while back I did the, I did the, the, um, the sandblasting of the wheels it was very satisfying. Yes. Painted went through the whole fucking paint drama with the sh- the shit paint that peeled off the other paint. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. So all this effort I put into this paint, and I finally got these tires, very rare size because it's a fucking thirty year old car, and I wanted something that was off road, and I, that's yeah. how I ended up getting these tires from Germany. They took ages. Finally arrived. Steve, you experienced how difficult it was to get one fitted onto a wheel. Yeah, absolutely fucking possible. So I ended up taking them to a tire place. Got them fitted. We can't balance them here. What? Why, why not? Um, because your wheels don't fit on our machine. <laughs> like, oh, for fuck's sake. I, I have the same problem with the Land Rover. The exactly. Wheels are so, too it's, big. so it's a 4x4 thing, so the hub yeah. doesn't fit. Yeah. She's so like, oh, um, never mind. Go to the other branch. They've got all the old machines fit on there. Yeah. Got the other branch. <laughs> doesn't fit. So I've gone around all these different garages. Don't fit. Oh, try the 4x4 place in town. Mm. Great idea. They'll do them. Go down, closed. So ended up at this like backwater, like on an industrial estate, Rashid and his like dodgy yeah. pull-up thing with a banner. It's like, you know, yeah. is this a, it's cash? I'm assuming it's cash, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like really nice bloke. Um, yeah. And it, it was like, I'll fiver and I'll balance you fiver a wheel. I was like, oh, yeah. that's great. So I'll, I'll go and get some cash. Where's the nearest cash? So I drove off to a cashier, he came back, pulled up. He's like, no, no, my friend. Like, what do you mean no my friend it's like no <laughs> i was like what and he basically he put one of the wheels on the on the, the balancer turned it on and the wheel was just like all the wheels are buckled to fuck so this 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 dickhead, oh. this dickhead that i bought the car off the the spares car has just basically smashed all these wheels into rocks totally destroyed them all off yeah. so they're all bent so all uh, this effort I've got into, all the putting the new tires on, all this paint and job and stuff, and the wheels are just all buckled and, and fucked. So the the fortunate thing is I had like eight of these wheels yeah. that I'd done. So between them, I managed to get two good ones. They can go on the front because yeah. that's what matters the most because you don't want yeah, the yeah. imbalance on the front, the steering and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And then two mildly egg-shaped um, ones on the back because yeah. it's slightly not as important Fuck. but ultimately I'm, i think what i'm gonna have to do after all this is just going no go back to the alloys ah fuck. because they're not because they're aluminium so they're, they're yeah. not bent um yeah. the only thing is i'm gonna have to sandblast those and paint those and do it all again and yeah. take the tires off and put the tires on them i'm like oh fuck, because I, I thought i was on the home stretch i thought as soon as yeah, the yeah. tires arrive that's me finished i can start cutting mattress foam and building cabinets and yeah. slide out barbecues and all the fun stuff that I'm looking forward to. And it's like, I can't even drive. So I got these and I, and I managed to <clears throat> combobulate all these wheels and I got, I got like the, the best four I could. Yeah. And I'm driving it home and there's like, shh, 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 every time the wheel rotates. Oh, fucking so, I, so I get out and the, the, the side rails, like the steps that you mm. walk on, the farmer had obviously just driven these into some sort of ditch because the yeah, yeah. they basically just buckled up into the body. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, that's catching on the tire." So I, I bent it back. I was kicking it back to try to bend this metal lying on the road try, under my car, try to kick this thing back. So I got that clear, and it wasn't rubbing anymore. I was like, "Oh, phew! Thank fuck for that." Set off again. Try to drive another road. Now there's a different noise. 
Not shh, shh, Yeah. Still be different, different noise. I was like, I got out and there's about three inches now between this tire and this thing. I was like, it can't be catch. They can't be that fucking egg shaped. These wheels. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going whoop 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 whoop. And so I managed to to do this. Managed to put up with this all the way home. And it sounded like a like a train basically. Like as yeah. I sped up, it was a. It was quite funny. Yeah. I got home. I couldn't find anything catching. Like, is it something behind it? Because the tires were a bit flatter now. Because I've got fatter yeah. like, off-road tires. I thought maybe it's catching on the inside on the wheel well. Maybe it's catching this. Maybe it's catching when I go around corners. So I'm yeah. doing lock to lock. I'm lifting. I'm jacking the car up, finding where it is. Nothing's catching. Like this is driving me from the fucking wall. I had like a neighbor across the road, like watching me as I drive past. Like yeah. watch and listen. Can you find out which wheel it's coming from? <laughs> and we worked out it's coming from the front, this front, like near side yeah. wheel. And it's like right, what is this? So I'm driving up the fucking wall. And basically, what it was on the inside of the wheel. It was yeah. catching on the great brake caliper uh, yes, as it was going around because it was egg shaped. Yeah. Yeah. So every every revolution of the wheel, shh, it was catching. So I took it off and all the brake calipers just like ground away to bare metal. Oh, perfect. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, you know. <laughs> so I ended up just doing another dance with the wheels, taking them all off yeah. and just going around and finding the one that was the least egg shaped to go on this front front wheel. So now, yeah. now nothing's catching. They're all balanced to an extent. Uh, and it and it drives and it drives fine. Like I'm, I'm taking yeah. it out, and it's you know it's fine. It's it, it'll it's fit for purpose. But yeah. I'm, unfortunately, I'm going to have to go back to the just the, the boring alloy wheels. But I think if I paint them black, yeah, think they'll they'll still look pretty cool. Yeah, it was just a shame because I want I wanted the proper old school steely, yeah, like pepper pot wheels because they're just fun. But yeah, yeah. I think um, sensible wise, I'm going to have to go back to the. Yeah, to the, to the wheels that were on the car in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> After all that, fuck. I mean, I, I, I'm, I've, I've been there, man, and I, I feel your pain. Um, no, I've not quite put that much effort into the the wheels before, but <laughs> well, it's my own fault. It's a learning. Yeah, experience. yeah. Like, Test it before you put do all the it effort first. In. Before you put yeah. any fucking effort into it. Yeah. And chances are, if you buy the car on Facebook for two hundred quid and there's eight wheels included yeah. in the deal, they're probably fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> that's the thing is like because that, that's basically the conclusion I came to with the um the chassis is like I'm gonna be cutting like and welding shit onto the chassis for the next yeah. like year. So what the fuck is the point in stripping it all down and getting it like pristine painted yes, exactly. now? It's like no fuck it, I'm just gonna get it good enough, then build it all up and then go back and do it afterwards. Yeah. Um but saying that I'm gonna need like when you start actually ripping shit out and start building the cabinets in and that, mm. I um I think I've told you before about the fact that, like, with the Land Rover, yeah, yeah. the plan is to rip everything, like, rip all the back seats and everything out and turn that into, like, a flat deck. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, when you start uh, doing all that, I I, I, I want to, to talk to you about it all because I am, um, yeah, I'm definitely going to steal some ideas. Because um, <laughs> why the fuck wouldn't I? You've got, you have great ideas. Um, speaking of great ideas, Brett Tholomew. What have you been up to? Oh, wow. That's very kind of you, Steve. It's Thank the only you. time it's going to happen. <laughs> Perfect. I'll keep that one in my pocket. <laughs> so this last week, I did a little bit more work on the cabin, just kind of <clears throat> getting things back in order. Uh, since most of my stuff, my worldly possessions have just been kind of sat on the floor in there. And if I'm going to start cruising on the interior space, um, really need to just 
kind of move things out of the way, get it organized, uh, take up as little space as possible because it is a little space and we are limited. So if the first project's gonna be the bathroom, <clears throat> uh, it's gonna teach me a lot about the rest of the house in terms of uh, I'll have to take that shower pan out so I'll get to see behind the wall and see what the stud situation is like and the insulation. I need to figure out what kind of insulation is actually in the house and start looking into the plumbing because I'll probably have to rerun some copper. So. Yeah, spent a couple of days over there just cleaning and organizing, um, getting the Goal Zero really properly set up. Um, yeah. I ordered some extension cables, and I'll be mounting at least two of the panels on the roof. And I have one panel that I still have to sort out how the heck I'm going to do it because it has a different input dingus than the other ones. And I don't know. But I got a fridge. Did hey. we talk about that? I got a fridge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, the fridge is great and I'll keep working on that project <laughs> as, as long as I can. Uh, definitely did the trick of putting just a ton of water bottles in it and it did help insulate everything. Just want to make another note of that for anybody else that's never thought that way. It really did work. And I was, was think <laughs> of it as like putting rocks in a fire. Same principle. They explode. No, that, that, that's your heat sink. So the rocks stay uh -huh. hot. Yes. Mm, mm. Even when the fire's gone out. Yes. There you go. Beyond that, I, let's see. I went to go visit my family because uh, my parents and my sister's family visited my brother um, four or five hours away where he lives in California. So went up there for a day, hung out all day until the, the late hours of the day and got to see everybody. <laughs> And I haven't seen them in a year, mm. uh, if not longer than that. So it was nice. You know, it's a little almost melancholic when you go, well, you know, I really enjoyed today. I like seeing you guys. And now we go back to our places, which are far away. Um, but it was really good to be able to hang out with them. Um, you know, my, my brother has a beautiful house and they're working on some projects in the backyard there. Uh, his very, very limited tools. And it was a bit surprising to show up and have him rattle off all the things he wanted to work on on the property. But looking down and going, I get it. You have a drill and like a circular saw, but you have the smallest possible battery for both of them. <laughs> and we were rotating them out. You know, he's got one four amp battery and the rest of them are the little guys. And it, it is absolutely not a statement against what he's done in terms of building his tools. It has everything to do with, this is what the typical like non everyday maker, or I would say even weekend warrior that's doing it very, very regularly. I fail to recognize that that's everybody's typical start. You know, yeah. you get, you get a relatively inexpensive tool and you get the cheapest battery. It either comes in the kit with it, or, you know, you look at battery prices and realize they're astronomical. If you go for the big boys, so you get the small one because why not? Um, he's going to be doing some really cool projects on his, uh, property though and it's going to be exciting because i think we're going to be sharing you know thoughts and ideas back and forth as we as we go through our normal conversations then i came back in town and finished my forged home video the first build video to go on the forged home channel i got it 
scheduled out last night and it went live this morning. And of course, I woke up giddy as a schoolgirl, just going, I wonder, I wonder what would happen if I woke up to just something delightful and, and tons of views and all this stuff. <laughs> well, if you leave a channel sat with no videos on it for a year, I don't think YouTube really cares about you posting another video. Um, the most brilliant part of it though, is that like the standard 20 or 30 people, um, the standard 20 or 30 people that have been following me for a very long time and being super supportive on my main channel were right there in yeah. the comments section. And regardless, it doesn't even matter about the view stuff. You know, it was just to get a video out and get that project started and then see like James and Jamie reader and you know, the other folks that are just yeah. there going, Hey, this is great. And I'm like, God, you guys, you guys are awesome. <laughs> I love you so much. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's kind of caught me up to today. Um, I'm really excited to get started. I've actually made a little bit of a list on the next few projects for forged home. I should be starting work on a collaboration project with, our friend Donovan from Once Upon a Workbench. Nice. Um, it's a forging project, so I have to be really concerned, or I have to be really cautious of the scheduling to get this thing cracked out as fast as possible, but not go over to the forge at 11 o'clock because it's um, 177 degrees outside. <laughs> I woke up this morning at 7.30, and it was 100 degrees outside at 7 o'clock in the morning. That's disgusting. There's your weather update, Al. What I like do you it. got for me? What do you I, was just gonna, I was just going to say, I know it's not about the fucking views and the analytics, and that's not why you're doing the channel and stuff, but I didn't get a notification about your video, and this is this has happened with a few channels now, like Reds I don't get notifications for, even though yeah, the bell's on yeah. and stuff like that. So I, I would be tempted, if I was you, to just like, put a little announcement somewhere or put something on your other channel saying, I know it's like super tacky, but like, you know, I, I don't think it would hurt because I think there'll be a lot of people who really want to see that video. Yeah. 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 Me included. Um, so even if it's just like a, a little teaser or a little trailer or a clip or something, just mm -hmm. play the game because like you said, YouTube obviously just not give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And to kind of echo what I was saying, like I, I was a bit confused. I was like, why the fuck didn't I get a, a notification? Like, I, I'm pretty sure I have everyone's like the little bell icon clicked for everything. And uh, it turns out I'm a terrible person and wasn't actually subscribed to Forge Time. But despite the fact that Trust I watched me, the it's first okay. video, <laughs> <laughs> it's totally okay. And I, I really do appreciate that, fellas. Like, this That's has true. been a long project coming, obviously waiting yeah. this long for, for permitting and stuff. It was, you know, Al already said it, regardless of the analytics and the nonsense, it felt really good just to put a video on there. Cause that was the whole point of getting the property right is to yeah. kind of start the second channel. And I couldn't help, uh, but have this thought like Sharon was one of the first people that, made this really long comment on the video about how nice it was going to be to have this second channel and dedicated to here. And it made so much sense because you won't dilute the other channel and they won't be fighting for viewership and stuff. And she, I remember, I have to find the, the comment, like, yeah. uh, take a screenshot of it, but it was so sweet of her to be so supportive of the second channel. And it was like the first thing I thought of when I posted the video, I was like, Oh man, 
Sharon would have liked this so much. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we were the morning started out with a kind of kind of like odd mixed feelings about everything, but again, yeah. just very happy to like start the project. Got a lot more up and coming. Obviously, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, nice, nice. Um, ah, I sorry. I also I, I realized why I wasn't subscribed. It's because I'm signed into Google as a different account. See, so yeah. I, I nearly, I nearly played that card on you, Steve, and was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, no, I'm actually I'm signed in on my other uh, YouTube account." Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm an idiot. Um, well, now I have three Gmail accounts <laughs> that I have to worry <laughs> about which ones on YouTube at, the, at that given moment. Yeah, yeah, I I've got anyway. I've got loads anyway i had to make up a fake name today to go and buy some from euro car parts because <laughs> i've complained so much about their shitty service that i didn't <laughs> i couldn't use my other account i don't know what you're talking about their service is wonderful i've never had a problem with euro car parts and it was uh, joey sharabadoo for anyone the, who gets that uh, <laughs> that's a good name um have i told you that we're being sponsored this week by euro car parts uh Yes. So my week, thank, thanks for asking, uh, has been Didn't. no, no one ever does. Uh, it's been fine. It's been busy. We've been in. We, I've been in pan production mode. I've been working a lot of hours. Um, and then uh, because it was the weekend and I had the weekend, so yeah, basically work has just been work. Um, uh, and there's nothing exciting to really talk about there. Um, and yesterday I went to. Ikea or Ikea or whatever Ikea. the fuck it's called. Ikea. Um, and I brought so many glasses. I don't know why. It was just like one of those. Like, Did you, know, you get you... those ones with the ridges? No, the, which ones? With, like the, the lines are on the bottom. So kind of like... Oh, no, no, no. Uh, like, you mean like the rocks glasses? They're just oh, like the, the 365 gen general yeah, yeah. cheap. Yeah, rocks glasses. Uh, no, I didn't. I, um, I did get one that's reminiscent of like the blade runner glass Ooh. um Ooh. Ooh. I, say, I say reminiscent it's not exactly the same it's just it's quite nice like angular thing so i've got two of those for whiskey uh i brought a set set of six wine glasses that i didn't remember actually buying i i think i may have had a bit of a like you know how like kids get like really Steel excited things an attack of kleptomania. Uh, no, I, I, um, I just got a bit overexcited about glassware and just started putting random glasses in my basket. I bet you um, bought loads of candles, didn't you? No, I didn't buy any candles. Okay. And I only bought... I bought four candles. I only bought three cushions. I only, I only bought four plants. I was so impressed with myself. Um, but yeah, no, Wait, are they made... real? Are they real plants? Of course they're real plants. Oh, they're my fake plants. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? That, so yeah, the main reason that I went in is because you, I mean, people listening can't hear, but you guys can see all the shit that's been behind me for the last few years and mm -hmm. few years, few months. Uh, and basically I've been talking about building the, uh, the massive bookcase thing that I want to go here for. Billy, 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 uh, Billy. This, this is a Billy. Um, and I, I just got to the point where I was like, I, I don't have Billy! time. I don't. She's such a prick. Uh, I don't have time to build uh, a bookcase at the moment. Like it's just, it's not on the cards. Like I want to get the truck done. I want to put the um, like convert the the Land Rover into the the flatbed thing. Um, I want to do some forging projects. Like there's just so many other things that I want to do. 
and this just isn't a priority. Um, so after like the conversation we had the other week, I just went, fuck it. You know what? I'm just going to buy one of the Calex like pigeonhole cube things uh, and a chest of drawers and all this shit can go in out of the way. It can be tidied away and the stuff that I want on display can be on display and it can just be nice and tidy and mm. Uh, and then no, I'm not I'm not going to play the life hack card, but just screw some triangles of plywood to the back at the corners. Yeah, yeah, because those Cause... things are just like yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. fucking awful self-folding. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but and and what I figured as well because I I I still want to have something that I've made on the wall and I want to put I basically I need some more shelves to be able to put all my books and that on. So I think I'm just going to have a day in the forge at some point. And just make like a dozen um, hinges, not hinges, what are they called? Bookends. Brackets. Brackets. Uh, so I'm going to make like a dozen brackets and then just put um, some long, nice wood shelves up. Oh, nice. um, mm-hmm. Just like dotted around randomly at different lengths and whatever, just to be able to then put plants and books and shit on um, because I really, I miss having all my books out. Um, you you yeah. know, that's one of my favorite things to look or looking forward to in the Forge Stone stuff is making things like brackets where you go, yeah. this will take me 30 seconds. Yeah. But I'm not going to go to a shop and I've got tons of scripts. In yeah, exactly. I'll make them look so nice. They'll yeah. be the best brackets. You know, the, you know the, um, the, the car channel that I was banging on about a yeah. while ago, they, they entered um, another YouTube car channel's bracket competition. <laughs> And it was just basically like anywhere in the car that you've you've made like a yeah. bespoke bracket. They have a, an entire section. <laughs> <of that. laughs> they just get so excited about it. It's fucking brilliant. But the thing is, like brackets are so fucking easy to make, and you can make like if you've got scraps bits of scrap that are that long, you can still make a little tiny bracket out of them. Uh, like one of my favorite shelves just got a bracket on that was like it, it was basically just me practicing tapers, and I just drew out this really fucking long taper, and on the other end put a. Um, uh, a leaf and just made it all squiggly and bent it and put some holes in it and it's a really nice looking <laughs> shelf thing now and it Still was like blows... the... Sorry. I, I was gonna say yeah and like the the bit of wood as well was like it, again it was a bit of scrap wood that my friend had that was like this is too small to do anything practical with so do you want it i was like yes i'm gonna put that on this random bit of metal and now i've made like a nice <laughs> shelf that is too small to actually put anything practical on but a cup of tea shelf I do love a good tea shelf. Uh, <laughs> those of you that have been to the workshop will know that dotted around, there's just random bits of uh, OSB that are like that big uh, that are just put up just to put cups of tea on. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love knowing that the typical shelf bracket <clears throat> or bracket that you'll buy from the store, although made out of steel, is somehow still going to fall apart yeah. under the weight of a tea mug. <laughs> if it's yeah, itself. weak as piss. Um, yeah, so but like, what are we doing that's that much different? I think, well, the, like the the easiest and most successful brackets that I think I've ever used are just bits of angle iron cut down with some holes drilled in it. Like, so that's a fucking bracket. Um, but yeah, so went to IKEA, bought a load of shit that I don't need, brought a massive teddy bear uh, that is the size <laughs> of me because apparently. I'm a fucking child when I go to a shop. Um, oh, but that whole bit of IKEA is good. Uh, yeah, you know, with like the snakes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and the, yeah. the the tunnels that you can crawl through. Yeah, yeah. So I I basically went and got overexcited. Uh, I've got loads. It. I've got loads of those rats <laughs> around in <laughs> all the trees. There's rats. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. Um, 
but yeah, I picked up some ideas for the bathroom. So I, I think I've kind of figured out what I want to do with that now. Um, and yeah, it, it was just, it was, it was a nice fun day out. Uh, I went with my sister and cat. Meatballs? And... No, didn't get any meatballs. Why did you go to IKEA then? Uh, to buy dime bars. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, so... And Marabou? And what? Marabou. I think it said Malibu then. I was like, it's I'm like not Malibu, drink, but more yeah. delicious. Uh, although, saying that, I also went to, because we, we went back, so to continue the story, we then ended up going to, another, <laughs> to a bar, and then we decided, on the way back from the bar, we decided to stop in at M&S and get some vodka and Kahlua to make... Uh, White Russian. White, well... I picked up some uh, some whole milk and some cream to make white Russians as well, but it it started off with espresso martinis. Um, ooh, yeah. But I'd also picked up a box of wine from Wolf Wine, who I spit oh, a while back. Because so, you thought I like my solids as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I I've gone to um, so we went to IKEA. Went back to uh, did you go to IKEA? Yeah, <laughs> IKEA. Uh, went back to. Ikea. Oh, sorry, Ikea. Uh, went back to Cat's place, and then me and Kirsty were just like, right, we're just going to go pick up the the box of wine from Wolf Wine. Went in, and Sam was like, oh, how are you guys? And then we started chatting about like the wines that they've got on at the moment, and he was like, well, do you guys want to stay for a drink? So like, yeah, we'll stay for a drink. Um, had two glasses of wine each, realized we hadn't eaten all day, and walked out, and both me and my sister just went, kind of pissed. Yeah. <laughs> and, nice. And then went home and made more cocktails um, and ordered pizza. And it was it was amazing, which is why I'm a little bit hungover today. Um, but it was really nice, like, hanging out with my sister and chatting. Like, we haven't got to spend a night out together for about 20 years. Um, so it was really nice to just kind of have that, like, the, the first proper kind of bar mm-hmm. experience since lockdown. Um, it was kind of nice to spend it with her and, and chat and shoot the shit and yeah it was good it was nice it was lovely it was it was i would go so far as to say it was spiffing and that segues wonderfully into this week's <laughs> uh, topic which is something about tools oh no for, for a change brat you're 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 this is your you can introduce this one i'm incapable um because it's your idea so yeah you go what what are we talk about this week so i have visited multiple people in the recent weeks and these are folks that have all the capability of making things they have really good ideas um they've done plenty of research on how to build whatever it is they're working on but they have limitations as far as tools go and this is i don't know this is a bit eye-opening to me where um i've specifically talked to these folks about what project they want to work on beforehand i've showed up at the place, um, whether it's theirs or like a, <laughs> an onsite job. And the tool limitations are surprising, right? Like if you're gonna build this thing that we talked about, why did you show up with a safety knife and a box of nails? Like that's not how we are going to achieve this goal. I'm all for a challenge of being able to do more with less, but, um, you know, my my brother's got every tool that he's going to need to build the projects that he's working on. Absolutely. His only limitation is a bit on the battery side, and that's because they are, yes, they are expensive. He got a bit stuck on the DeWalt platform anyways, 
yeah. you know, you, you have to keep reinvesting in on that stuff, <clears throat> but he's going to be fine. But I think any less than what he's got going on right now, it would be very difficult to achieve that. So the idea that we're in this maker community and that we are all a bit practically minded in terms of what do I need to get the job done? All mm -hmm. of us own tools that are old or kind of run down, you know, even on the camera side of things, Steve, you always talk about the, the camera shooting um, for the Forge channel and yeah. you figured out how to perform higher with a lower capacity tool. What happens when you go to help other people or you, you want to embrace the, the idea of making with them or they, they're so passionate about being able to create their first project, but they don't really know the difference between what is a very cheap tool for a reason and they probably shouldn't invest the money versus like good starter level stuff. Like what are the three main tools that you'd say just everybody at home, DIY level, you know, your weekend warrior level, what are those tools? What should they have and where should they focus on consumables, batteries, bits, all that kind of stuff? It's very interesting you bring this up, Brett, because I did this exactly, literally exactly this last week. So yeah. the, my friend who I went to visit in London last week um, is the same friend who I went a few years ago, I don't know if you remember, to build the summer house. Yeah. And the reason I went down there is because he has no idea about <laughs> and he's he's not got a capacity to make. He's not yeah. got any idea of what things cost, what things both money and time and effort. Um, you know, like even like hiring a skip, he had no idea what would fill it or how much it would yeah. be or how long we'd need it for, et cetera. So that's, why. so that's why I went down to do the summer house. And then this time I was going down, I was just going down to like see the kids and meet the dog and this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But he said, can you bring some tools? Mm. And I was like, oh, what he, what he means is, can you come down for a weekend and fix my fucking house? Yeah. You mm -hmm. know, I, re I read between the lines. Um, but thought I thought, no, what I'll do is I'll bring him a toolbox, like my first toolbox. Yeah. Kind of like what you did, Steve, with your yeah. nephew. Um, But... I think the difference with your nephew it was like what are kind of fun things to learn yeah. and fun things. I was like practically as a homeowner, what are you going to need to get the job done? Yeah, and and it was to your point, Brett, like a battery tool, drill driver, you know, a, a panel saw, some like a hammer and a mallet. You know, it mm. sounds basic. You know, yeah, yeah, a decent set of like four different size screwdrivers, Phillips and flatheads. Don't say flathead. Um, you know, <laughs> a chisel, because you might want to notch out like a door frame or something. You know, it's not beyond yeah. the realms of any beginner to just take a bit of wood out of something, run a cable through, or so, you know, whatever mm -hmm. you want to do or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Something mm -hmm. the door's not fitting properly, you could just knock it off. <clears throat> I had a spare orbital sander. I was like, these come in handy for all sorts of shit. No matter what you're doing, you could take the edges off stuff so stuff isn't sharp for kids, you can, you know, whatever. Um, and it was just that, and it was just going through the list. What's what's super handy? Roll of duct tape. Yeah. Can of WD-40. You know, stuff that you just take for granted. That yeah. It's yeah. just there. Uh, you know, eternally is in everyone's shed. But if you don't yeah. have a shed and you don't think like that, chances are you might not have a can of WD-40. <laughs> so, exactly. so it was all this thing, and I just, I just built up a really basic toolbox. 
Um, and and to your point, Brett, about the battery thing, it was like I was the same when I was naive when I bought into power tools. I didn't realize that essentially you're just buying batteries. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the 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 bare tools range from thirty quid to a hundred quid at the most for the most expensive tool. It's the battery that you're buying. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, even like Makita, it's like you can get tools as long as they're bare. Um, and so. I didn't realize that. And so I, I was tempted to bring him down, like hand me down. Here's my old drill driver. But I was like, yeah. but that's not what you need. What you need is batteries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it got me thinking, actually, for that kind of level of usage and and understanding the expertise, you could just get 240, 110 yeah. volt tools. Yeah. They're at least a third of the price, if not more. Yeah. You know, you can get a really, really fucking powerful hammer drill yeah for 40 quid if you if you plug it in yeah yeah <laughs> Do you know what i mean um and jigsaws everything like that you can you can, below 50 quid you could fill your fucking house full of tools yeah as long as you have an extension cord and i'm like for someone that's not doing a lot of work i don't think battery tools are that necessary no all I, they're gonna do is run out frustrate you yeah they're on charge you know it's it, it, it and they're expensive and and the thing is, if it's if it's something that you're not going to use very often, you're not going to think, oh, I better put that on charge before I use it, or I'm going to put that on charge before I put so it away. So they're redundant. Yeah, actually, tools because, unless you're using them. Yeah, because like on, on the farm, we uh, we only ever used um, corded tools because yeah. we just we we had a million fucking extension leads, and it just it wasn't like there was no way that we were going to have the right thing plugged in at and the like right h- how far and... away are you going to be in your house from a yeah. power lead yeah, exactly. <laughs> from a socket it's like yeah. <laughs> yeah and like you say they're just so much cheaper yeah um but yeah like it, it's funny you you uh you brought up so, so sorry just just, oh, sorry, just yeah, yeah. one final thing yeah so i collected all this stuff together and i had i've got like a few toolboxes and i was like emptying this one out and then emptying that one into that one so i've made space in that one it's like that's my one with like adhesives in for some i've got an adhesive toolbox yeah. and then i ended up with a, a black and decker workmate toolbox i don't know if you yeah. remember them yeah yeah so it's the toolbox that has a little yeah vice and clamp on top and a little work surface it's super yeah, nice that's adorable it is super adorable and i've had this for 30 years oh my god um and it's just like the perfect size you know yeah. like i don't know like five gallon maybe mm-hmm. less just so I just dumped everything in there, clamped it up. I was like, right, this is your, this is your toolbox. This, yeah. is, this is what you need. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. If you can yeah. cope with with what's in there, I love it. I I, I love stuff like that. And like for someone that's not uh, that's not practically minded, someone that's not in, like ingrained in that kind of world, like having that that start set can can make a huge difference. And also, it can be a a, a really kind of proud moment for him like I, I can remember um my sister's like one of my sister's boyfriends and this is going back like 15 20 years um sorry set of allen keys yes always a good idea <laughs> talking of ikea yeah <laughs> um but yeah like he he um he had no he like he was not a practical guy at all um i mean he he was the kind of guy that wouldn't eat the you know when you make cauliflower cheese and you put the little bits of green leaf in uh he he refused to eat them because he thought they were poisonous like what um and yeah he just wasn't a very practical person and he got so excited one christmas because 
this is when I was still working at I must have been working at Screwfix, I think. And I just bought him like a tool set, and it was just like a big chunky like Stanley Fat Max um toolbox. Oh uh, fuck. The one thing I didn't give him was a spirit level. Ah, dickhead. Which, as probably as the stuff he's doing, is probably stuff that the misses yeah. is like, is that straight? Yeah, so that's the probably one thing he does need. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, so all the like the fat back stuff, like a big hammer and and just a load of like tools, and he loved it. He was never going to use any of them, but he was so excited and happy about the fact. What's that this plumb line and chalk line for? <laughs> exactly. mm-hmm. Um, but. I think those, um, like when you go into B and Q or whatever, and the like, the thirty quid, um, like household tool bags, I still think they're fucking brilliant. Um, because so how bad can a hammer be, and how bad can a Phillips head screwdriver be? Exactly. And, like, you know, and <laughs> they're so cheap. Like, I, I've, I've gone in and I've tried pricing up, um, like the, basically the same toolkit, but with half decent tools before, or like mm-hmm. good tools before, um, and even like trying to price up with the cheapest tools that you can get but not in this kit and it's like mm. actually it's worth buying the kit because you know you if you get the bag as well yeah. then it's actually cheaper and like all of the you're going to most of the stuff that's in there you're going to use like yes the the stupid saw that they give you that's like four <laughs> inches long that no one's ever going to use cutting dowels and balsa wood steve yeah you, exactly when you're making arts and crafts <laughs> robots yeah um <laughs> Uh, but like, like that obviously you're going to get rid of that straight away um and and like the the hacksaw you're you're going to need to buy some decent blades for it right away mm-hmm. because it's, it doesn't it's it's literally just a display blade it's not an actual yeah. blade um <laughs> this is card yeah <laughs> and uh but they're a really good place to start and you can build on it like that and i i kind of said to to joel when i brought his and i've i've said to so many people and i've done it myself like i bought one of those and when either when something breaks or when I realize that actually I need a better thing than what is in there, I just buy that individual one. And it means that you've got that start set but, and you can build on it. And because it's so subjective what you need, um, like, that, like you saying that about having a, a chisel, I genuinely don't think I've ever used a chisel in this house um, because it's just, it's not where my my mind goes. Like I just hit it with a hammer and knock it out rather than um rather than go in with a bit of finesse like it's and none of the doors close yeah exactly <laughs> they close they just clunk a bit when they do it <laughs> um but so I've, I've done that uh i've got one of those tool bags i've got one for the house i've also got one for the car um and they both started off with very similar um like base tool sets but they've both grown out of it and like the so in the car, the, the best thing that I have in the Land Rover is a super cheap, uh, versatile um, socket set that's got like a few different socket sizes in it. It's got um, like a, a screwdriver that's got different attachments in it. Like it's all cheap shit. It was it was from Middle Liddle. Um, so, you know, it, it's one of the power fix ones that you expect to break after two uses. But having that in the car, because it is a cheap little set, so fucking handy um and it doesn't matter that it's not the highest of qualities because i only ever really need to use it in an emergency when i'm on the side of the road and the car's break broken um so yeah i think like when you need like 11 19th land rover yeah exactly they've got every single fucking yeah sorry just brett just in the interest of cultural diversity do you have the middle aisle in little in the states 
And do you know the, what the middle aisle is? In little? The middle aisle in little. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. What so the little, the, the the discount supermarket German store. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know it's he, in America because I've worked on the. Yeah. He, he's just looking at us blankly now. Okay. Like, right. Like Aldi, but little. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But okay. Yeah. So the, yeah, the yeah, middle yeah. aisle in little is this magical, wonderful aisle where once a month they just sell. It's a supermarket for groceries. Yeah. But they just sell things like pressure washers or <laughs> a jacuzzis wow. or yeah. paint strippers or nail guns. And they just they just get a whole truckload of them, yeah. From uh, who and knows just where, sell them until they're and gone. Yeah, and that's it. And that's what's in the middle aisle. And yeah. like jet skis and anything, <laughs> just it, anything doesn't matter what yeah, it wow. is. It's in the middle yeah. aisle. Yeah, it, it'll be like like the gel things for your nails and <laughs> yeah, a UV light for curing gel nails. Yeah, and yeah. a birdhouse and <laughs> a, a high vis thing for your dog. Oh. Like it sounds together. It's fucking brilliant. It's like an Aladdin's kids. It's... You never, you never know what's going to be in there. You just go in and go. I'm just going to walk up and down these three aisles for the next ten minutes and just find something I want. Um, I do have some comments to make about our topic with tools, but I will ooh. say, in the in in the interest of cultural diversity or just how it's done here, yeah, we usually see aisles like that. Like this stuff doesn't sound like it's necessarily on sale. It's just been all dropped off the back of a truck. If you go to any big box store of any kind over here, yeah, it is just the most hilarious thing to go find their clearance <laughs> aisle because, th- like most of it, they don't sell it in the store. Yeah, and you don't really know how it's there because, like, even going to Walmart that sells effectively everything you could ever need, you'll go yeah. back there and it'll be, you know, a a jet ski, and you're like, you guys don't sell jet skis. Yeah, well. The clearance aisle does because yeah. we over purchased them and it's some online order that like didn't go through. And so we're like, Yeah, we've got one jet ski box in the back. Yeah, it's if you looked in the clearance aisle. So, with like basically middle little is basically it's like someone's just taken a random selection of what's sold in Walmart and just dumped it into the middle aisle. <laughs> um, but one like Brett, I know you raised your hand uh like 20 minutes ago, but one very quick thing that I will say if you are uh if you are going down middle little or if you're going to like any kind of um i i do a lot of tool shopping at um like steam fairs and country fairs and shit like that which obviously we haven't had for a couple years but uh the little selection boxes of like uh random sized washers and grommets and nuts and fuses and all kinds of shit like that they're like five pound a pop Every time you see one, just get one because the stuff inside is not necessarily great quality, but they've always got the th- the one thing that you need when you're working on a project that you can't fuck it. And it's like the whole project is waiting on that one little nut or wing nut or fucking R clip or whatever. Like having that there to just get the project moving is brilliant. And then you can go off and order a, a higher quality one if you so require. Um, so yeah, I, I appreciate that a lot. The same goes for the the boxes that those things are kept in. Like yeah. sometimes it'll be like a, a great little toolbox or organization box that's full of these bits and bobs you don't really need. Yeah. But if you can be nice enough to them and you go, I know you're selling them for, you know, 
10 pence a piece, but how about I just buy the entire thing for a fiver plus the box? And they go, yeah, why not? I don't really care. Oh, yeah, that no, gets all rid of all of it. The, the, no, the selection boxes, I mean, they're like that big and they're they're divided up into little things and you, you buy the whole box and oh, it's got yeah, like for 16 sure. different size winglets right. or whatever. That that big is audible. Yes. Brett, Brett can see that. I'm about fine. Similar so, size to the, the, the T shelf. That was about that big, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About that. Yeah. You're about that big. <laughs> so here's what I was going to initially bring up about the uh, starter toolboxes. I think it's a brilliant idea, especially if uh, you're friendly with somebody that's wanting to get into it and maybe doesn't know a whole lot. I hate the idea of you going, hey, that's, that's really brilliant. And I know you want to do that yourself. So go fill your boots and grab your tools. And then a week later, you see what they bought and you go, why? Like, why did you do this? <laughs> so where do you, where do you, you know, stop yourself from just giving them a toolbox? Like, trust me, this is what you need to start out with versus letting them go do your own or their own thing and spend their money. You know, it's everybody's money. Like they can do whatever they want with it. But if it was up to me, um, I think, I think those bit sets that, um, uh, you clip into say your impact driver or whatever your screw gun is getting a good bit set is the mm -hmm. difference between $10 over here. Yeah. So a Ryobi set, which will have drill bits, screwdriver bits, you know, every little thing that you could attach to the front of it to do a thing, to serve a purpose, they're 15 or $20. The Milwaukee ones that I have been like, I will not buy another bit set, especially as these like starter kits give, they're $10 more. Yeah. And I've broken none of the tools. I think <laughs> one of my drill bits burn out. I think I officially overheated it yeah. and I, I ruined the temper in it so it won't cut anymore. But like, I've heard enough guys in on this side of the pond that are like, oh yeah, I just have 15 sets of the Ryobi drill bits. They're the black oxide ones. They're, they're rated to cut like mild steel and really not much more than, you know, 16 gauge or 14 gauge. You're supposed to be able to punch holes in things and maybe do soft wood, but they'll overheat. They ruin the temper gone. They're useless. So, it's nice to have those, you know, say if you're trying to help a friend out, you, you're like, ah, you're not going to be drilling through plate steel. You're going to go through your sheetrock or the pine studs in your wall. Yes, black yeah. oxide bits, no big deal. But a bit set for whatever that other tool is, even if it is one of those, um, like the socketed screwdrivers, you know, that accepts all the bits. It's got the yeah. little chuck in the front of it. I still like that if you're going full manual and you don't need yeah. battery operated tools or even the corded tools. Um, but I'm, I'm just going to continue. I am the biggest fan of the impact driver rather than a regular drill gun. They, they have their purposes, right? I want to be able to put a large drill bit into a drill, but yeah. for almost everything else, impact drivers are great. Most of them have the controls if you need to turn things off or speed things up or whatever. And they have the quick chuck. So it's like, yeah. it's just easy, right? Everything about an impact driver over just a standard drill. Tape measure, get a good one. Invest in a decent tape measure. It doesn't have to be 40 quid, but like cheap plastic ones fall apart and they break. And the first and time you drop it and it cracks open and spins out like a bird's nest, then you know. Yeah. And if you if you go. if you get several and you're using more than one on a project, just put them next to each other and make sure that they actually have the same <laughs> measurements. Because I've been caught out by that. 
so that's many so times. Smart. Oh, that's so great though. But see, I found one style that I really, really like, which I think I even have. Yeah. They're, they're yep. where every yeah. single one of my workspaces is, is one of these. I bought multiples for this exact purpose. And I know Jimmy does this and I've met a lot of guys that do this, right? They just, the most used tool rather than having one, they'll buy one it's for each Power station. Lock 16 foot for those. Yeah, it's about this big. It's about this big. Yeah. Um, I love that tape measure and I have multiples of them. And then uh, Austin Albers, uh, long time friend follower yeah. uh, actually sent me a little like care package the other day and sent a Milwaukee 10 foot and it's, it's yay big. <laughs> it's yay big for all of our listeners. It's very, very small and it's adorable and it's still super high quality, but it's just, it's going to be great for little small spaces and working around things. The very last thing that I want to present to you boys, and I know Steve, Al, whatever you both raise your hands, but as far as saws go saws, I need to cut something. And even people that aren't doing full on framing, if they're cutting a bit of wood, there's 15 different options with manual saws. Mm. Do you, do you tell them uh jigsaw because it's got like a little jigsaw, right? The battery operated jigsaw. Do you get one of those reciprocating saw? So you can like lop a two by four together. Do you say circular saw, spend the money. Japanese pole saw, like, what is it? You guys go. Uh, just a, a, a panel saw. Yeah, you just need two saws in your life. A panel yeah. saw for when you need to cut something quickly and a Japanese pole saw for when you need to cut something that's nice. Yeah, I love that's that. it. I love that yeah. so much. 100%. Don't ever, ever use a jigsaw for anything. The fucking toilet. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking toilet. If you, what, if you guys... if, hey, what are you doing? Scru like, marquetry? What do you need a jigsaw for? <laughs> Like the, the the only time I've ever used uh, jigsaws is for cutting out aluminium. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like but for cutting curves, and then it's kind of like get vaguely close to it, and then go in with the file and actually get it close, there or you actually go. get it to the final dimensions. Um, but I'm like, still a little convinced that the breaking of the cheap tools is ninety nine percent of the time it's operator error. So if, if you're eh. like, oh, I'm not going to buy a cheap saw or cheap screwdriver you know? so i'm i'm in i'm in two schools with that. that i'm in two schools with that because i where i do agree with are we actually talking about tools really aren't we that <laughs> steve's getting excited about it you're 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 spend the ten dollars more and get the milwaukee set yeah scenario i subscribe to that however i've never invested in yeah. decent drill bits i have invested in decent sockets of my recent endeavors we're working on cars that are old and rusty Mm -hmm. And absolutely couldn't agree more. But my experience with drill bits, um, driver bits, yeah. all that, all that kind of menagerie of things that you put in the end of a drill driver, I, I also am happy to subscribe to the get the massive suitcase with seven thousand bits in it, yeah, for ten quid. Dude, not because a, not a bad idea. <laughs> because it, it, if you break one, there's another ten exactly yeah. the same in the same suitcase and it's like okay so like to your point Brett, if you try to go through plate steel it ain't gonna cut it yeah spend three quid on one drill bit because you need to cut that one hole it's yeah. gonna it's gonna save you some time but if you're like oh i need something that's 3.2 mil or i need something that's like 
this, you know, Imperial, because yeah. chances are that the, the other half of the suitcase is all Imperial and the other half of the suitcase yeah. is magic. And it's like, it doesn't matter how cheap they are, you snap them to the cows yeah. come home. There's always one there waiting for you. There's so always my... a, you know, there's always a spade bit. There's always a fucking PZ2 yeah. bit. Everything's in there. So my, like, I, I'm with you on that, Al. Like, I, I do like the idea of like, oh, spend a bit more and get the the higher quality. If you're repeatedly doing something but over what, and over again, buy a really nice force well, in a bit and do it. You know, like, yeah, but that's not what I do. Everything oh, no, no, I no. do is a different size hole. Yeah. So like, <laughs> uh, so that's what I was going to say. Like, especially for someone that that's that's only a beginner or doesn't really know what they're doing or whatever, don't don't spend loads of money on like an expensive set where you get one of each but it, that one is a nice nicer version spend spend you're less not, money you're not eric like you don't yeah. need the, yeah <laughs> get, one get get the get the cheap set get the cheapest set you can get um that's got all the sizes in it and that 10 20 30 quid that you save use that to then go out and buy a 10 pack of like higher quality ones that you're going to use regularly so you know spend the money on getting like if you know you're gonna be drilling a lot of five mil holes then buy a, a pack of of named brand five mil drill bits or whatever like it's or spending money on good screws yeah yeah oh, and good screws. nuts and bolts yeah like yeah, see I, this is the thing this thing we're banging about tools but yeah save your money and spend it on the actual consumables yeah because it ain't your fucking drivers bits that are stripping it it's your shitty screws yeah yeah and it, it's it's a oh, it, so again with the the subjectiveness of it all. Like if if you're only going getting these tools to do like one or two projects, then just don't 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 spend a lot of money. Like yes, it's frustrating, but if you're not going to be um, then picking it up and like if, if you're not wanting to do more with it, then just get the cheap shit that gets the job done. Um, don't don't waste your money. And like Al said, like spend the money instead on something that's that's. Uh, that's going to elevate the project um that's that, that main like stays with the project rather than a tool that you're going to use once and, and that's it mm -hmm. um or, or just hire them like if if you need um like if if you're going to be doing a project and it's like oh well i need a i need an impact uh, not an impact driver a, a, a hammer drill but you're only going to be using it once and actually you don't want to buy one because near yeah, just just hire one for the day it's like 10 quid and It'll be battery operated, but it'll be powerful as fuck. And you can do all the things that you want to do. And if it breaks, you can just give it back to them and be like, I'm sorry, this is broken. Give me a new one. It's fucking great. So if we, so, so people, my first tool starter kit aside, yeah. I think you touched on it earlier, Steve, the car kit. Mm. Because this is something that I've, Zip stumbled, stumbled upon. Yeah, well, no, no, sorry, I don't mean a kit for cars. Oh, okay, I mean a kit that you put in your car. Yeah, zip ties. So, just all right. Keep your kinks to yourself. So, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm going to want a toolkit for the camper van. Yeah, that's like um, a little bit more. You kind of outdoorsy. Yeah, Vitar axe. You know, shovel. That yeah. kind of bit more of a kind of survival tool. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Then you're, um, I'm going to install some shelves toolkit, hmm. but it has always kind of, it's always something I've come across because I need to go somewhere. Yeah, and I don't have that portable 
tool bag toolkit that's ready to rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I, I always, every single fucking time, I'm stumbling around at the last minute, go, oh, what do I need? Do I need to bring the charger? Do I need to bring this sort? You know, like I, I, I don't have a, a a shrunk down version of my workshop. Yeah. That's ready to go and, you know, and obviously each job is going to be different, but yeah, yeah. what am I taking with me? So like for for me, obviously I, in the back of the Land Rover, mm-hmm. I've got a load of tools that live in that permanently. Right. Um, and a lot of it is duplication of like, I've got some really nice, like a set of really nice spanners, but <laughs> the the cheap set that I bought originally, well, like when I first started getting into making that cheap set that we were just saying, don't buy because they're shit. Those now live in the Land Rover because they will get me out of a, like, if I'm really in a pinch, I can use them to fix the car. Um, and it is, it's like, it's spanners, it's uh, a ratchet. It's also, if you can find, again, at like um, uh, country fairs and shit like that, when they've got like the random market bits, um, like the little, like low profile um, sockets and things like that, mm. and ratchets, because if you're in the, arse end of nowhere you don't want to have to take half the car apart to get to that one bolt that's causing the issue um but the the like the biggest thing that i always make sure i've got in the car is a big five liter thing of water um good call because that and that i have one in the land rover one in the volvo i'll have one in the truck like in and it just it stays in there at all times and it's got me out of so many binds because if if i run out of washer fluid and i'm driving down the motorway and it's pissing down or it's been <laughs> pissing down and it's kicking salt up into the road i can put water in it if yeah, the yeah. um if the coolant gets leaked i can put water in it like it's it can get me out of a bind and also from a from a survival point of view like if for some reason i get into a car crash and i'm stuck under a thing for six days like i i can still survive by drinking that water sort of thing it might not be the nicest tasting water in the world but it's fucking water um everywhere in england is 70 miles from the coast yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, so I, I I think a big thing of water. I I always have jump leads in the Land Rover because it, it, it the electric leaks all the time. Um, I've got uh, I've got obviously got the the Land Rover axe. I was talking to Jimmy the other day, and I'm genuinely going to make a little um uh little Hudson uh, axe for the um for the Volvo as well. And I again, I'll probably have one for the. Um, you should surely you should be making a Swedish axe, Steve. Oh, oh come on, think about it. I could make a little Swedish one. That's not yeah. a bad shout. Um, but yeah, like I, I have an axe in there just for practically like one of the little fold down shovels. I've got one of them. I've used them so many times. They're fucking awful, and I hate using them. But it still beats doing it, but like just with your hands. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's like. Uh, zip ties again, like zip ties is just fuck so fucking useful. Uh, zip ties, duct tape, WD forty. They're just the thinking man's duct tape. Zip ties. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, and the duct tape I use for like if a hose bursts, you can. Do it. And it's it's all about just not necessarily fixing stuff. It's just patching it up so mm-hmm. that you can get home. Because I I don't have breakdown cover. I can't fucking afford that. Um, and I drive cars that break down constantly. So, you know, it's just about doing enough to be able to, to get home. So, um, like there's, there's lots of little things you can include, but like, I think things like that are like bare essentials. I've got uh, a couple of the, you know, the army ammo crates. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got them with just a bunch of random tools and stuff in. And it, again, it is, it's 
like some some spanners i've got a shitload of spanners in the land rover because it's so many different types and sizes and some are fucking whitworth some are imperial some are metric some are made up fucking sizes that don't actually exist um so obviously i've got an adjustable one in there as well because again you you should always avoid using an adjustable spanner if you can but if you have to then yeah, it, 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 I, it, I genuinely can't think of a single moment in my entire life where I've used an adjustable spanner satisfactorily. Yeah. Or like in a reason where like this, this was really helpful. Yeah. It, it's, <laughs> it might just be a really shitty, you know, I've not got yeah. a, a hand tool rescue one, but yeah, well, I've yeah. never, ever, ever enjoyed no, or, I, like successfully used one. Oh they're really? Just, <laughs> they're just garbage. Yeah. I, garbage. I, I if it's something I, need, I want to take off, it's obviously on really fucking tight <laughs> or like seized on or, it's under six feet of water in a flooded kitchen. Yeah. It's like, this is not going to work. I need the yeah. proper tool. <laughs> Give but, me the proper tool. But it's worth having in because I, like, I, there's been times where I have used it and it has been successful. It's not been particularly easy and I've ended up with bloody knuckles. And it's I think I've used it more as a hammer than a spanner. That's, that's probably the, yeah. <laughs> um, but like, again, it's just, it's easy. And like a couple of... Um, couple of uh sets of screwdrivers like just again like that uh that starter kit like one of those and just a few extra bits in with it as well um because i've got the the bigger tool kit that's like if i'm going on a long journey in the land rover <laughs> that comes out um but yeah like as as kind of daily essentials it's jump leads water axe and um like a bunch of spanners but, but, also... but how, how, far, how far do you go because I, I go to the extent of like if i'm going somewhere i bring like av cables why because like what if you get there and there's no music or you can't plug anything in and I mean, yeah and, and and you try to entertain but that's and and someone and someone's got some shitty old system and, and like this is this is how my head works yeah and i'm like well, I need to bring this, and I need to bring this converter just in case, and I'll just bring a SCAR adapter just in case. Like that, that... So you just turn into Steve Martin and the jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. I gotta have this. So I, I I, love that you do that, but that's not what I would say is a grab bag for, like... But, you know, um, extension lead, 20-meter extension lead, because you might end up being, I need to get somewhere into someone's garden or something. It's like, oh, yeah, never thought about that. I... And you just assume people have them at their house. They don't. <laughs> I, what? When, when, I, so I'm thinking of like breakdown repair. Why well, I, well, we discussed this? I said not tools for your car. I said tools okay. to put in your car, but you ignored yeah. me as, as yeah, a tradition. You, you said like survival tools. Like I, 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 I might need electricity to survive. <laughs> but yeah, no, gas camping stove, blowtorch, um, loads of knives, gloves. This is a camping Closed. set. This isn't like but this is the thing. This, emergency this, this, this is, If I go outside, this is the furthest Ooh, from home I've ever been. If I go further from home than I've ever been, I take every every possible scenario. To be fair, I do have a, a like a bivy um, thing in the Land Rover as well, just in case. So if I get stuck overnight, I've the tent I've got... is always in my car. Yeah, always. Well, Sleeping bag is always in my car. That's Pillow, what I mean. It's like the, it's fucking how much stuff do you have in your car? Like the. This is what I mean. Though. It's like I I bear it down to like the bare essentials, like the bivy. I know that I can. I'm, it's not going to be comfortable, but it's better than nothing. Um, and I think that's kind of the way that I look at it. Is like right, what's the the bare essentials that I can take? And 
a full tent sleeping bag and all of that isn't in that. It's a bivy that I can just keep the rain off because obviously the Land Rover is not going to keep the rain off because it fucking leaks everywhere. Just before before Brett goes, sorry. Oh, God. No, no, no. Clamps. Yes. Really fucking useful. These clamps. Fuck off. These clamps as well, like the little cheap, yes, stringy ones. Those squeezy, squeezy clamps. Yes, thank the you. Ones I, with I never on if you can get them. Yeah, but so just useful. general, like um, I can't remember what that blue brand is. The blue, but blue and yellow brand. Also, clamps. clamps. Zip ties. No, zip ties are clamps. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> last last bit for me, I guess, because why not? <laughs> Uh, since I've moved out here, my God, (laughs) since I've moved out here, I started to pay a lot more attention to what needs to stay in the truck, especially just because I'm driving back and forth 30 minutes and not to work like it was with Jim, right? I could leave my place that had all of my stuff and my home tools of my house. And if I somehow broke down in between me and Jimmy's shop, that's a bummer, but I was basically yeah. ending up in a place that had even more tools and everything that I could possibly need to fix whatever. Now, because the cabin doesn't have any kind of resources as far as um, loads of tools, you know, in my big workshop, uh, I've had to be really mindful of what's in my truck just in case. Or if I'm traveling to maybe pick at an antique thing or there's desert wrap people where there's rusted metal that I've got to take apart if I want to grab something for cheap. I have a sledgehammer, an yeah. axe, a Home Depot five-gallon bucket full of toe straps and yeah. uh, bungee cords and bungee cables and things like that for strapping things down. Yeah. And then the only other thing that is in my truck is just a like general car issue repair kit, which Steve does have zip ties. But it's it came in a little folder from the auto parts shop. Oh, like yeah. it's got all the standard bolts, and I asked them specifically for one that is made for my model of vehicle. And they actually sell three or four different kinds, right? So this is the one that's probably yeah. going to fix most of the things in your truck if a nut falls loose or something like that. I think it was fifty bucks, and I've used it enough times where it's easily paid for itself. So like yeah. an axe and a sledgehammer. Might seem a bit counterintuitive to some oh, people, God, no. but seriously, I've used them more than I've used the toolkit specifically made for my truck. I've used this, an axe yeah. and a sledgehammer. Yeah. I'd say that just quickly. I know you're uh, waiting to go out, but I, I have a little short handled sledge that I keep in the uh, ladder for exactly the same reason. <laughs> of course. Of nice. course. That's so good. Though, yeah. So that, 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 that takes me back from when I went down to the, um, the scrap place. Mm. And then obviously, a couple of weeks ago, I also went down kind of part picking and it's like, that is a whole different set of tools that you need. Yeah. Like that, that is when I play yeah. the reciprocating saw card and the, yeah, and, yeah. The, and the, mm-hmm. the massive crowbar and the breaker bar. And, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm almost like in demolition mode. Yeah. I'm not going around to fit someone's shelves. Like I, I, I need to rip things apart with strength and, you know, big fucking clamps and stuff and things that you, yeah, you, you you would never normally have in your car. Yeah, but because you go into a scrapyard, you know, I need this. I need this tool. I need a big fucking hammer. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I need I need chains and stuff yeah. and rope. It's like Charlie Bronson always had a rope. Where we am I going today? For, oh, damn it! <laughs> I mean, like 
Yes, I and to be fair, that re reminded me. I've got a pair of I call them grompers, but they're essentially like a, a giant pair of like uh, the adjustable plumbing pliers that you get, um, and they're like three foot long and they're fucking huge, but they're so useful for um, like like when you need them and you don't have them, it's a fucking nightmare. But when you need like you don't need them very often, but when you do, they're a godsend. And yeah, I I keep recovery kit in the car. At all times, like I, I'm always in a position where I can, uh, I can tow someone else, or someone else can tow me. I've got, um, again, like like Brett said, I've always got rope, I've always got bungee straps, um, and shit like that, just because it's, especially like there's something about driving a Land Rover where everyone just like if they're stuck, they're like, um, you don't happen to have this, do you? And, <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, because yeah, the other thing that I keep is a tire spider. So like, um, it's just a a four-way spanner that's got lots of different size uh, things on it for doing undoing different size lug nuts because any of my friends that ha that need to change their tire never know where their tire iron is and it, they've usually lost it or something like that so i always take that with me as well so funny you say that because tomorrow night at scouts is car maintenance badge night hey <laughs> so i'm gonna go down with a, a, a menagerie of tools that you can take car tires off with and see see, see what resonates with the kids right. um so that that the the whole what's in your car going somewhere thing has led me to something that's counter to my point earlier about uh mm. plug-in tools corded yeah. corded tools sorry yeah corded tools a battery angle grinder I don't own a battery angle grinder and I've never needed a battery angle grinder because right. everything I grind is always within cables reach of a socket. Yeah. And I like the power. I like just constantly turning it on and having the torque. However, I go to a middle of a field and want to start grinding shit off an old rusty car. Yeah. I'm going to need an angle grinder today when I was underneath my car trying to bend a um, runner and the screws are all rusted and welded in. It's like, yeah. you know what would have been really handy right now? A fucking angle grinder. So I could just take this off and, yeah. and get on with my life. So that, that has made me not being at home, not being in the workshop has made me think about my toolkit because I need yeah. the capacity to do those things without being able to plug in. So yeah. mine, I think on my list, what I need next is a, a decent powered battery angle grinder. I know we use them at gyms. Yeah, yeah, we were just like you know knocking down a bit of flat bar, round bar. It was really easy just to knock a bit off or to take the edge off something sharp. It was really handy, but that that to me felt like just little, almost like a file. Like I just yeah. need to quickly just grind something. Yeah, yeah. Versus what I use a grinder for, which is like hardcore. You know, yeah, I'm gonna get through a whole disc in a minute, kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, are there cordless grinders that are up to the task? Yeah, or, I mean, to your point, Brett, is it just battery size? I think, like you say, like the battery size is in a, is a massive one. Um, but like I, I wouldn't carry one of those in the car at all times, just because of the same thing we talked about earlier on with people where they don't use them very often. When you come to use it, it the battery's going to be dead. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, but that that's why I keep a, a couple of hacksaws in the car as well because it's again, and this this is that whole thing of like it's not convenient, but it works. But like if you're in a situation where that you were talking about, like where you're going somewhere specifically to mm. do a thing, then yeah, 100%. Like, and again, like with, with Brett, if like he knows he's going to be going back and forth, it's definitely worth having well, when, when I got in there, the back of the truck. The guys who owned the Suzuki, the fucking Suzuki graveyard thing, they were just setting up for an off-road day the next day. 
Yeah. They were just like fixing up their cars and all their tools had gone flat. Mm. And they were trying to like inflate tires and they just had nothing. So I just got the jumper starter pack out of my car. Yeah. And just like here, just plug it into there. <laughs> so, so you've got this massive battery. Fuck no, yeah. you there. Like 20,000 milliamp yeah. hours. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, versus a tiny little thing that was on his DeWalt. Like it was an awesome like wrench. Yeah. But his battery was dead. It's like, well, it's no good. You yeah. have to go home. Yeah. <laughs> so even, even just having a massive battery bank in the car yeah. was a great thing to have for that emergency moment where like, I just need some juice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the in the camper van, I'm definitely going to have a charging station, even if it's just running off solar, you know, and it's trickle charging just just for that. I'm going to yeah. need some tools at some point. Yeah, because presumably you did something it. right. Yeah, with with yeah. that maker truck, like it yeah. keeps a little Goal Zero charged all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's I was just say, yeah, getting like a little leisure battery where it doesn't yeah, require the, like the cranking amps that a car exactly. battery does. Yeah, huge Deep difference. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. that's what again, that's what I want to put in the the Land Rover at some point. Um, but, uh, Brett, you had your hand up. Did you have, uh, th- like, I, I, this was a little while ago and we, we talked, so you might not have done. We've, we've talked very lengthy at this point. Yeah. Um, I, the only, the only other point that I had to add was just, <clears throat> um, from a general chat about tools standpoint or like what you should get into, try and focus on being practical rather than um, having like a laser focus on a single tool that you want to buy. I think you'll find yourself um, benefiting from having a multitude of smaller, more affordable tools to do more work than you will to say, you know, buy a biscuit joiner because then you'll make all the tables and then you'll be able to buy all the other stuff. Well, the minute your biscuit joiner fails and you don't have a screwdriver to open it up and fix it, then you're basically fucked. If you're a professional roofer, get the S-Wing. If you're just using it to knock up some shelves, get the one in the toolkit. There you go. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) But fiberglass handles are garbage and everyone should know that. Anyway, (laughs) on to you, Steve. I think like we, we've kind of, uh, we've, we've, we've said it so many times, like it is completely subjective. Like if you're, if you need a a tool for a specific thing, then, and and you know, you're going to use it many times, then yeah, it's probably worth spending a bit more on. If it's just a single use, then, just get it. and and as well you've got to balance up the 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 cost analysis because there's quite a few people i know that buy especially like with angle grinders and stuff like that they buy cheap ones because they know they're going to ruin them because they abuse them um and even an expensive one isn't necessarily going to last as long um but sometimes it is worth uh spending a bit more because they do last and it's, it's all fucking like there is no fucking easy simple one like every single one of you is going to require a different set of tools, a different quality of tool. And you know what? Well, that's fine because we're all different. And in our own way, we're all spiffing. Al, what's the order? As a no. Ah. But what? Spa. Spa, uh, which means I am first. Uh, I am going to spiff uh, something we have already talked about. Um, I am going to spiff uh, Middle Little because it's fucking great. I love Middle Little. Uh, I may may or may not have been looking at Middle Little posts that people are doing, like yeah. what I found in Middle Little. 
it's it's brilliant and like i to be fair any kind of like random like almost like a bric-a-bac sort of thing like the just the concept of a shop that's got so much random shit in it that doesn't make sense so like for the states like walmart but imagine it's shrunk down with just as much random shit in it um so yeah middle walmart. middle little is that like mark Wolberg's burger restaurant walmart walmart uh yeah, Marky Mark is uh, is opening a new shop as well. Um, yes, uh, Middle Little is spiffing. Uh, what was who's next? Spr you, Brett, Brett, you next. You, you <laughs> there, you over there. So I am going to spiff on a wonderful, wonderful, and very talented lady <clears throat> who is on YouTube and Instagram. Um, I don't necessarily think she's hurting for followers i mean she's got a half a million on youtube and doing well for herself on instagram but she's fantastic and i've um i have to admit it's a relatively recent follow for me over the last few months um and it really kicked in once uh she was one of the first people to really talk about the shishugi bun and yakisugi um mistranslation and the misusage of it she did a long post about it and then of course now that I've become friends with JP, uh, I messaged Mr. JP Strutton and got confirmation from the guy. I was like, please tell me that this is all true. And yeah, anyway, I guess a little bit of a double spiff. But Tamar, Tamar is three by three customs. And she is doing not only like really experimental um, projects, uh, I think my favorite of recent past has been she tried to make the like fold out rollable chair did you guys ever see that it was it was on the internet for a little while and it wasn't hers she was like trying to remake it it was a it was like a rolled up chair and then you folded it out and the the bends and the supports were done in such a way that you were it took the shape of a chair and you were meant to be able to sit in it and then roll it down but I then she tried to remake it yeah. she tried to remake it and it failed miserably because it, it it just like that's not how chairs work <laughs> and whatever so um that video like obviously performed really well too like it, it <clears throat> went super big but if you really dive back through her channel she's got some fantastic projects i think she's got a really good approach to problem solving as well as just coming up with unique ideas and her instagram is a wonderful follow because she's got a lot of her own personality in it and it's been enjoyable just catching up, considering it's a, a relatively recent follow for me. So tomorrow, three by three custom. Nice, good yeah. shout. Uh, Al, Al, Al's disappeared. He's Al just fucked right li off. Literally, he just took his headphones off and just walked off. Uh, he's just put them back on. Um, I, d I don't know where he went. You, you, I was, no, I'm not on mute. Though, man. That was meant to be. That was meant to be seamless. And you were meant to carry on. I, I I did carry on. I carried on talking about it. I was done. Just fucked up. <laughs> uh, the one time he's not fucking talking over everyone. <laughs> All right. Ow. Uh, right? You're not wrong. You're um, I am going wrong. to deploy some a little bit of nepotism uh, for this week's spiff. So this is my friend Inga, or Inga, if you want to pronounce it Dutch and annoyingly and difficultly. Um, but it's I-N-G-E, um, Inga Daniels, and she is a illustrator, 
Um, she was uh, she was a colleague of mine for years, um, working in graphic design and branding. Um, but she she was always our go to illustrator of charming things, especially yeah. animals. Um, and I've got her book. So she's done a little kid's book. Gordo the Guardian. Yeah. A nighttime adventure. And it's fantastic. And there's lots of lovely little creatures in there and animals. And it's just charming. And it's also quite like rude. And there's lots of farts and like, yeah. just funny things that make kids laugh. I need um, to get this book. But just just it's mostly on her Instagram as well. You can see all the illustrations that yeah. she does. Uh really nice little stories and kind of some of them have like morals to them and and kind of like deeper hidden meanings just about being yourself and i think it's just a great thing to kind of teach kids about life really but also with animals um so check her out that's adorable yeah but you can i mean even just looking at her instagram like it doesn't go back that far there's not that many posts but you can see how massively she's come on (laughs) with technique and and kind of level of detail and stuff because like the first one is a like a picture of a quokka and it's quite yeah almost realistic yeah and then the others are much more stylized and the the koala drop bear one is what just made me laugh Um, so she's 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 dutch um but she actually moved to australia a few years ago so she's, ah, she's obviously just been completely like yeah. embedded in the wildlife in Australia and all these wonderful creatures that don't make any sense in terms yeah. of nature. Um, but that is Australia for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's that's a great shout, man. That I I I kind of love that. Um if you have kids, you can buy the book. It's available, ships worldwide. Sweet. Uh link is in the shows. Yeah. Will it will definitely be in the shows. Um definitely. Definitely uh awesome right uh is there any other business that intake of breath i thought was you gonna be saying yes but it wasn't it was just you breathing in so that you could shrug um i do have a little bit of aob um i was supposed to say it uh earlier on but i'm really hung over and forgot um uh one thing that did happen this week as well is uh the uh, the mortgage stuff has all gone through and I am now officially debt-free other than the mortgage, which obviously is a massive debt, but eh. Ooh, congratulations. Yes. Uh, so that is a massive weight off my mind. And to celebrate, I bought myself an Xbox because uh, I'm a ridiculous child. Um, but uh, yes, it feels fucking fantastic. And I am very glad to be in this position now. So yeah uh there was another oh there is another bit of aob um which i forgot from last time uh so if you haven't already bought the forge kitchenware book uh there is a competition running at the moment where uh you get an opportunity to win a golden ticket uh like willy wonka in the chocolate factory um one person will win one person will win a uh chef's knife um one person will win a set of pans and one person will win a place on a course or maybe a forge and feast. I don't actually know which one it is, but basically you get to come down and hang out with us for a day, uh, which is obviously like that should definitely be the top prize, but it's not. Um, but yeah, uh, all you have to do is buy a book. Literally, if you buy a book between now and the closing date, which I, I don't have to hand, but it'll be 
soonish, like end of the month. Um, mm-hmm. Buy a book between now and then, uh, and you're automatically entered into the draw. So if you haven't bought a book, now is a great time to go and buy one. Uh, there is lots of lovely recipes from some lovely people in there. Uh, also, Al wrote some stuff, and he's not as lovely. Um, <laughs> and remember, when the fun stops, stop. What? It was my gambling disclaimer, because you're talking about gambling. Ah, oh, yes. With you. Right. Yes. Good point. Yes, don't gamble. Gamble's bad. Uh, not Ed Gamble. He's quite funny. Um, what about Dan? Yes. <laughs> Dan, Dan is also a lovely person. Um well done. <laughs> if you want to find us, you can find us in all of the usual social media places. You can find me at Moonshine Metalworks. You can find Brett at Skull and Spade 13. And you can find Al at Al's Hack Shack. That was too quick. You're getting too quick at the you can find me and you can find Brett thing. It doesn't give me enough time to think of an Al's Hack Shack. You've got all fucking episode. No, that would imply that I think things through. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously you don't because you agreed to be a co-host on this. <sighs> um what? Shack. Yeah. Uh if you want to find us as a group, FDT podcast or Fools and Tools everywhere. Um and uh yeah, that's it. So until next time, go build whatever fucking toolkit you want to build. Just be happy. Fuck what everyone else has to say. Don't listen to us. Just do your own thing because we love you just as you are. Bye. Bye. That was a Manchester buy for those that were interested.